Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Emetropia. Emetropia is a band from Sweden that delivers symphonic metal with a live feel. They have released Equinox, an album that will take you on a cinematic journey. Need a getaway? This album is for you. And here is my interview with Emetropia. Hello. Hi, Rob. How you doing, my friend? Uh, I'm doing fine. Uh, just had to recalculate the time for wh when we sh should start, since I noticed you have summertime now, and we have not summertime until next weekend, I think. Yeah, I think we just uh, passed legislation that we're not going to change time anymore after this. Ah, that's nice. I, I heard the same thing about Europe, and I, I hope we just stay with summertime. <laughs> well, I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Well, thank you for wanting to, or for having me speak with you today. And congratulations on Equinox. It's an epic collection. And I also wanted to say, um, please wish Lisa a happy birthday for me. I will hand, send her your regards and thank you so much for <laughs> celebrating Equinox with us. Um, I wanted to talk to you about um, first the the song, The Final Endeavor. Um, the yeah. cover art, is that a depiction of that song? And I wanted to know if you could speak of the story and the artist involved. Well, the the cover art for Equinox basically summarizes the whole story like on the left we see the frost king and uh, the king of winter and to the right we have the faking the king of summer in the foreground we have the boy who's our protagonist trying who's just came into this world and hoping that he can make the two kings make peace together because they're stuck in an, an eternal conflict or eternal war as you know uh we have this wheel in the, in the middle of the album artwork. And the wheel represents the wheel of time that, well, seasons have to shift. They must come and go. So these two kings will always be at war with each other. But the boy thinks that, well, we should just... Why, 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 why aren't we you just friend with it, friends with each other? <laughs> uh, can't we all just have a good time? basically and his final endeavor is the grand finale basically of the whole album uh, you reach the third and final act and you see how the how things goes for the young boy and um the uh, uh the song um uh, virtually falls um how yeah. did that song uh, come to you Wow, uh, it was like a really long time. Uh, a lot of these songs were composed or imagine like 2016, 17, 18. And I think it was like April 2017. And I had this idea of nice piano intro and it should be the song should be divided into two parts uh, like you can hear during the first leaf falls 
Like mm-hmm. it's it is one song for the first three minutes and then a second song for the second three minutes. Um, and I'm, it, that that was by like yes, what we went with the music. But then when we talked together with the band, like okay, we have this song. What should it be about? And we found that well, wouldn't it be quite nice to have the our two kings first time clash with each other and we kind of felt that during this first part it was like an army marching during the verses and felt like wow this could be like winter's army should march to towards the the king's land um so we kind of just went along with that and then during the second part well the clash has happened and the boy just tries to halt the the frost king from uh, defeating the faking and uh, manages to yeah convince him for now that don't take over yet give us another chance to make peace and the album is cinematic and renders a storybook experience have you thought of rendering it to a movie like form I think the the album would be really cool to like have animated. Uh, that, like that's a concept that could work, and like sure, it could be a movie as well if someone <laughs> wants to write a script about it and, and everything. Sh- sure, uh, we can do that, and like each song re- re- represents a chapter in in the story, so it would definitely be possible and. Like it's so much orchestra already done, so yeah, the film score would already be there as well. It's like yeah, if someone wants it, they can. But it's not really something we're focusing on right now. And speaking of the arrangements, the arrangements yeah. fit perfect in the mix because the vocals still stand in the forefront, and it doesn't sound um, too busy or overshadowing. I wanted to know how how hard was that mix process? It was like super difficult and super easy. Uh, so basically, Ulle uh, and I uh, we produced the album, so we like made all the major decisions of what what things should sound like and similar. And when we came, when we sent all the audio files to Meek. Michelle Whitesole, uh, we kind of agree. He, he sent us a few variations like, okay, does drums sound good now? Does the guitars kind of sound good now? Does the lead vocals sound good? We just like had, okay, does the overall sound sound good? It was for That Fateful Night, which I guess a reference song. And mm-hmm. as soon as like we had agreed on the general feeling, then it became more difficult because now he would actually detail a mix and master all the songs and we had like three revisions and when when you're six people in a band people can have a have a lot of opinions about tiny tiny stuff everywhere in a song so i think for the first revision of all mixes it was like i don't know 15 pages of (laughs) small comments like here can I have a bit more clarinet here? 
uh, increase the lead volume here. Uh, no, nu nuke the guitar lead here. It shouldn't be in focus. Give more focus to the orchestra and more choir here and less lead vocals here and more choir, uh, etc. cetera. Uh, but it, we mainly thought that, well, lead vocals is what people are listening to when you hear a song. So mm. they, they have to be in the foreground. Uh, like, sure, there is a lot of stuff happening in the background. People should be able to hear it if they want, but the main focus must always be the vocals. And will there be an upcoming tour? We're working on getting uh, shows. Like, it was a bit difficult to start booking stuff before we had released the album due to the pandemic and everything. Like, we didn't know if we wouldn't, if we would even be able to tour anything right now. But yeah, we're, we're mostly looking for some shows. We want to do some touring, but like, we, we're just part-time musicians do this during evenings and weekends. So it's a bit difficult to get everyone away from their daytime jobs and stuff to do a real tour. Uh, perhaps one day we will do it. But for now, it, it's more like, well, can we get a good show? Do we think this will be good for our fans and for us? Then, yeah, then we will do it. We can go anywhere the possibilities are where it's where it's like it's a feasible thing to do but when you're so small uh, it's a bit difficult to go to brazil <laughs> i also wanted to ask you we're experiencing crazy times of covid and war and things of the like um first i wanted to thank you for providing an escape from it and uh do you have any thoughts you'd like to share on the current situations yeah, uh, Emetropia is with the side of Ukraine. We condemn Putin for all his actions. Uh, like, th this shouldn't happen by now, but it happens. So, but we can't, but, but we also don't want to blame individual Russians, like the populations. Uh, we know that uh, this isn't what they want. It is just Putin being a madman. So, yeah, we stand up for Ukraine and we're just glad that, well, if someone feels like it's good to get away from reality by listening to our music or any kind of music or art or anything, then that's just a good thing. But, yeah, the war m must come to an end soon. Uh, this madness. And I wanted to ask you personally, if you could pick your proudest moment as an artist, what would it be? Moments as an artist? Well, uh, I think, you know, you, you know, I'm also in another band ca called Radio Himlen, which is a Swedish word for like Radio Heaven. Uh, we're synth-pop duo and uh, released our debut EP in 2020. And one of my proudest moments personally was when a journalist from the genre thought that, well, we had made the best song of the year. And another journalist said, oh, well, you have made the third best song in the year and the fifth best album when it was just an EP. So that, that would kind of be one of my proudest moments. And um, as far as the band, um, 
Could you give a history to fans on how the band uh, started? The Metropia? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's a, actually a really long story, but I would try to make it short. Uh, in 2011, our guitarist Ulle had learned to play the guitar and he wanted to have a band. So he made a high school cover metal band. And then five, six years pass on and our drummer Oscar joined the band and just a few months later I joined the band and this high school band suddenly had a bit more professional musicians and with me as a I had previous experience of being a band and writing my own music I began to write my own music now for th this band uh, they were called Grayscale back then but then we had to change vocalists and we found Lisa and now we had a lyricist and I wrote the music and Emetropia was basically found in 2017. This is the official story. So we're basically, back then we were just uh, university students, everyone who wanted to play in a band and as time went on, we wanted to become more and more professional, make our, our own stuff. And that eventually, eventually led to Equinox. And I wanted to ask you, um, during your journey, what's the best advice you've been given along the way? The best advice I've been given or would like to give? Uh, that you've been given along the way. Hmm. I haven't been given so many advices. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, trial and error for a lot of time. But one of the best advices is to be patient, uh, I think. Uh, especially today in today's music, marketing genres, stuff. Uh, like a lot of metal bands today say, okay, in two months, we will release an album. You haven't even heard the first single or anything, but in like a period of eight weeks, we will give you three to four singles. Perhaps the, the last single being just two days before the album gets released. And then suddenly the album is released. Then what? <laughs> yeah, like you, you, right. you gave your fans like only two months to perhaps hear a few singles. Uh, before the album was released and then the album is out there then then it's as difficult to publish more interesting content for your marketing on online uh, then you just go out and tour so with emetropia we, we went another direction like we just said in august last year that well we we're uh, we, uh, we're releasing an album, more details later. You have new, our first single, That Fateful Night, on September 23rd. And then it would just focus on That Fateful Night. And then it went on for a month. We released a song, we released a playthrough. And then in November, we could say, okay, in a few weeks, we will re release our second single. Uh, seasonal warfare and we had some we had a few press quotes around that some nice photography then we released the music video and right now it's only been 
four months and we had already started getting a lot of interest from different media outlets and you came here and interviewed us in november and then in december we said okay now in only two months we will release equinox and then in january we said wait one more thing we have the first leaf falls mm-hmm. and then equinox came in february so we had like five or six months of interesting content content that we can could release and, and this is all due to one <laughs> advice of just having patience uh, we, we think that that's the way to go for independent musicians and speaking of that um i wanted to ask you what can fans look for next from you yeah we had a nice band meeting last week well when we said okay equinox is released now what <laughs> uh, we we got a lot of plans uh, people i can say that they should experience more uh, they, they should should anticipate more from emetropia during the autumn we will have different versions uh, of music being released by then uh, we will have some video stuff coming out during late 2020 and we're working on some exciting ep for yeah winter spring 2023 so we will keep on producing music and releasing music for the next 12 13 months no problem we will do try to get a few shows we will try to get more merch we just had right right now we only have a diggy pack for the cd of equinox but we want to do some t-shirts and perhaps some patches for everyone's battle vests and, and stuff so we already always want to do something interesting and uh you have such an epic sound i wanted to know uh what are some bands that influenced your style? Well, personally, uh, uh, one of my favorite bands uh, is Epica. Like, I have a massive thigh tattoo of their EP, The Soulless System. Uh, so, of course, Epica. Then uh, I would also like to say Amorphis, because like them we do some progressive stuff that people i don't think all people know that we do the weird time signatures and stuff just like amorphous uh so they're an inspiration and of course like we're a swedish symphonic metal band and we do an epic concept album so of course we're inspired by the swedes Therion as well. Uh, they've been doing it for so long, so <laughs> pioneers of the genre, basically. Uh, but I'm also a fan of power metal, so fans will hear and can hear the influences of like Freedom Call and Stradivarius in songs like The Old Gods and Lord of the Blizzards, which are more power metally on Equinox. And also on the progressive side, 
I also have I also get a yes feel um as well. Yeah. How come? Um just uh in some of the song structure in that I get a feel of um you know like a early yes, like a close to the edge uh type era. Hmm, cool. Uh I need to check that out. Hmm. I believe that album was released in 76. 76. Yeah. A few years ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I also oh, yeah. wanted to ask you, um, lastly, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? A message to the fans? Well, yes. we, will, we would like to thank everyone who's supported Equinox ever, even if you just came on board or if you've been with us from day one, we welcome everyone to the Emetropa family and hope that you all can enjoy our music as much as we do. Because uh, we, we're, we're like, we don't want to do this alone. We want to release music together with, with the fans. So... The, the the more they talk to us, the, the more we can give to them, uh, because that's how music should be. It's a it's a relation. Absolutely, and I think that uh, the more people that listen, the more fans you'll get. Because this is an absolutely amazing album, and you guys are an absolutely amazing band. Um, I'd like to thank you. For the release and to thank you for your time because uh, this is definitely one of the best albums I've heard in a while. Really warms my heart, Bob. Thank you so much. Uh, it's been a super pleasure to talk to you today. Uh, the pleasure is mine and please feel free to update me at any time. Absolutely. We'll give you an update as soon as we release more stuff. <laughs> All right, you take care, my friend, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. You too, mate. All right, cheers. Cheers. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.